Look, man, I'm not here to explain why things are happening. I'm just here to explain that things are happening and that generally there's a compression, a regression to the mean. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to, and let me make sure I get this with the appropriate amount of enthusiasm as dictated by the title, Two Data Points is a Meta, uh, episode 62 of Stat Check, with an exclamation mark in the title, which does require me to pronounce it properly. And if you guys are recommending the episode to your friends, please do ensure that you're including just as much enthusiasm as that requires. Thank you for being with us tonight on the 26th of September, the night, almost the night, the night before, the night before, the night before LGT uh, for me, as it's the only thing that's really mattered in my life for about the last week. Um, how is everybody doing on this fine day? I guess I'll start. Um, doing pretty well. I'm getting ready for GT next weekend. I am, I just finished going through all 700 and I don't know, 56 57 LGT lists. And you said there were so like two interesting one. ones, right? Uh, yeah, one was David Gaylard's, obviously. And the other one probably was Paul Yunsen's. Paul's, Paul's is not an interesting list. Don't don't give him that respect. <laughs> um, love you, Paul. Um, please play well at Battle of Britain. Uh, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I think I read like eight lists and got bored and went and did something else. <laughs> I was like, this is the same shit that I... Like, you look at the faction list and you're like, I know what this is. I really don't care anymore. <laughs> Which is funny because we're only two weeks into the the new meta that the data slate gave us. But yep. there is an element of some people having felt that they've solved it. Sure. There's an element... I Actually, that's a lie. Olivia Weiss's list is the coolest one. And I am heartbroken that you didn't mention that. He has a strike in 10 Vanguard veterans. I cannot possibly fathom why but good for him i mean shrike gives them loan up yep sure does but they are I vanguard veterans which is better aren't they? oh no because the vanguard veterans with jump packs are dirt cheap now they are cheap so if it's just They're a i'm gonna ones. run around the but why a 10 man yeah okay I'm, I'm i'm starting to see the what's going on here nathan how you been I work too much, too long, and had to skip a GT over the weekend. Uh, that's about it. That's that's exactly what happened. Is I worked sixty-ish, sixty-five hours last week, and it spilled over into my weekend. So I just are you really hourly, or are you salaried, and that just sucks. I'm a salaried employee. Ooh, so I work. I get so I just get paid less the longer that I work, essentially. So when I work 65 hours in a week, plus weekend, I don't get overtime. I just get paid less per hour of work that I do. Do you get a um, time in lieu at least or something? Or does it just get screwed? No. <laughs> y'all y'all need like, <laughs> like labor laws or something in that country, guys. Like, Look, po postdocs and graduate students are the glue that holds academic science together by meaning they don't need to get paid anything and they work real hard until they, they break. That's, that's it. That's what happens in academic science. But without them, science doesn't work. So instead, I spent some time assembling some models this weekend and painting some stuff while I was uh, at not doing work. And then I played Baldur's Gate 3 when I was not doing work. 
And it was extra funny that I worked all that extra hours because last week was National Postdoc Appreciation Week. So I got appreciated by give, being given more work. Got it, got it. You sure to get appreciated all the way back into work. Um, I did. They just have I got to have you working more so they, could, so they could appreciate you more. That's what it's really all about. It is true. Um, but that's like, that's about it. That's what I did over the weekend. I also stared a lot at like Tyranids things. And then I stared a lot at like really cool uh tau units and like ideas for converting them to make them look like classic zaku gundams and stuff like that and that was about it that was what i did all weekend work and that as long as you had fun i did i had a right time i mean i didn't really enjoy skipping out a gt that i paid a ticket cost for um and not getting a refund for but that's life right Hmm. how about you Ines? how was you how was your weekend Um, Am I allowed to say I was really stressed about submitting a list for a tournament that I knew I wasn't winning anyway? And, like, hate that fact? Um, I basically spent the entire weekend, uh, like, prevaricating over what I was going to do for LGT, and then, like, last-minute audibling to a completely different um, super faction, not just faction, um, which is, you know, like, the the normal thing you do. Uh, So I went from... I basically went from being, potentially playing Grey Knights, Tyranids, Marines, or like some combination of other stuff to uh f it will play csm do you have a csm on me i have csm models um so i've now then spent the last like three days frantically painting and building i i got the last of my csm models on sunday just gone uh built them while i was playing a game at the store using proxy models uh and then sprayed them when i got home um you know normal 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 dude stuff um so yeah, I've ended up on something like a variant of like the Sacco Liam VSL um, MSU Space Marines list. I've got like 20 Chosen, 3 Chaos Lords, 4 Fiend Obliterators, all that good stuff. And I'm going to run angry dudes with big axes at people and it's going to be great fun. And I'm going to lose to an other player and I'm going to go five. I'm going to go 4 and 1 or f- hopefully like 7 and 1 and that other player will be like in the semifinals. That's what we're looking for. Duck and weave. Duck and weave. <laughs> He's got to channel that Warmaster's energy again. Exactly. Duck and weave. That's all you got to do. Remember, guys, you can't play an Eldar player. If all the Eldar players are doing too well and play each other, you don't have to play them if you keep winning against all the Death Guard players. So that's, that's the energy we're manifesting. I also managed to um, finish first in the Invitational polling, which is really cool. So there's an LGT Invitational going on with 24 players involved, uh, and I managed to come out as the top seed of that, which I'm frankly confused about. And um, thank you to everybody who voted for me as the best player at the tournament. Uh, you're all wrong, but that's fine. Um, I don't know who's better than me. I, I vote for myself as first place as well, but I also, I'm not allowed to like, you have to like just pretend to be humble about it. Um, no. So yeah, it's great. I, I think I'm playing Tomek round one from Contact Lost, which is going to be super cool. I just recorded an episode with Contact Lost for um, like top seven force multipliers going into the event, which we did on their channel. You can check that out uh, on youtube.com slash contact loss probably. Um, nobody knows. Uh, I don't know how like YouTube thumbnails work. Everybody, everybody knows that. Um, but yeah, that's been me. It's been good. I'm almost done painting. I leave tomorrow to go down to Brian's because Anthony is staying at Brian's house. Uh, so I'm going to go there, go for dinner with them, and then travel down on the Thursday to go and. Well, my sister lives in London, so I'm going to go and hang out with her for the day. Then it's Martin's birthday a couple weeks ago, so we're going to go hang out with him for drinks, and then I'm going to go to the event at 9 a.m. on the Friday, having not slept, and that's really what LGT is all about. Um, nice. I like it. Yeah, that's been me. How about you, Jeremy? We already talked about me. Did we? We, I don't we just wanted to talk it. about you a second time. I don't want to talk but instead, about but okay, instead well, we're going to talk about how two data points do make a trend. While I continue to eat this. 
<laughs> so this was my joke title because I was like, yeah, two data points definitely make a trend line. Not a very good one, but they make a line. Um, so <laughs> we're going to talk about two weeks of data. One of the weeks is kind of okay, and the other one is good data, or at least mostly, I think, all actually post data slate numbers at this point. So we'll run through this data, and then I'm going to show you guys some images in a haphazard-ass fashion, and you guys are just going to have to see what the effect of the data slate looks like so far on the meta. So for this last week, our top performing faction of the week is a new faction. Well, in many ways. Leagues of OTAN, 26 players, 3.3% meta representation, and a 58.5% uh, win rate. They won an event. They top four two events. They got seven top tens and had a 1.09 overrep. So for the first time in quite a while, our topmost faction is not over the 60% win rate hurdle, which is kind of neat. Um, definitely some small kind of victory there, I suppose, of some kind. Uh, so there's that. Um, Eldar are, are not leaving the top three anytime soon, though. Eldar, 65 players, 8.2% of the meta, a 56.7% win rate. They won three events over the weekend, which is the most of any faction. They got 10 top fours, 17 top tens, and a 2.19 overrep. So the Eldar have definitely gone down in win rate and gone down in overrep, but they are still kind of just winning everything. So it's not like it's not like Eldar got nerfed out of contention. They're still there. They're still great. They're still I amazing. can't wait till Eldar suck again. It's going to be so you, nice. You're going to have to wait until, wait till December for that. But it does make well, it LVO. They could suck. They, yeah. they could. That's almost enough of what made me want to go to LVO just to like laugh at Eldar players, despite the fact that they're just going to be broken. Um, and then in third place, we have Chaos Space Marines. 52 players, 6.5% meta representation, a 55.9% win rate. They had two event wins, three top fours, 11 top tens, and a 0.82 overrep. So just a little under where they're supposed to be at. Gene Steeler Colts are in fourth at 19 players, 2.4% meta representation, 55.4% win rate, a single event win, two top fours, six top tens, and a 1.5 over rep. And then rounding out our top five is Orcs, 38 players, 4.8%, a 55% win rate, five top fours, eight top tens, and a 1.87. Um, and then just to point this out to solidify the fact that I won a tattoo bet just because Tau managed to win more than two GTs since data slate, uh, <laughs> Tau won their third GT this weekend with a 4.3% meta representation, a 54.6 win rate. One event win, two top fours, ten top tens, and a 0.84 over rep. Who was your talking um, about with for that one? A local who told who bet me that uh, Tau Empire were not going to win multiple GTs after. And they won two right away. And he was like, two doesn't count as multiple. And I was like, that's <laughs> then fine. They won a third one. <laughs> and then they won a third one right away. And I was like, now I've won the tattoo bet. So you're going to get an Eldar tattoo. Congratulations. Um, it's a really dumb bet. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good bet. Um, it's also his first tattoo. So it's definitely going to be a lot of fun for me in this situation. Um, at, sure. the bottom, at the bottom of the pile... Um, this has Space Marines split out, so we have Blood Angels at the bottom of the pile. 18 players, 2.3 meta representation, a 38.6% win rate. They did win an event, though. They also got a top four, and they also got a top ten. So, Which is the same person. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same person all the way down, because that is the same person being counted for each of those stats. Um, then Drukari are the 
lowest performing pure faction. 15 players, a 1.9% meta representation. There's only, I think, two factions with a lower meta representation that aren't a marine-based detachment. A 41.3% win rate and one top 10 for a grand total of zero for overrep. Mm -hmm. um, so. And then what will make some of my local custodians players very happy or sad or both at the same time, bittersweet. Uh, they are the second worst performing faction of the weekend. 37 players, 4.6% win rate, or 4.6% meta representation, a 45% win rate. So just still within the balance window. Three top fours, six top tens, and a 1.15 so the, the important thing is, because those players were right. They were just three They were just three months early. Their army does suck. Yes. Does it, though? No. <laughs> I was just going to say, 45% is fine. Yep. They're still top fouring, so they're clearly not being shut out like Drukari are. So a skill issue is what I'm hearing. Clearly, the meta just hasn't adapted for them. Yeah, they should run more, run less chainsword probably. Run less chainsword in your custodian's <laughs> army. Probably good advice. Stop trying Venatari. They're not good. I mean, the points drops have made some very interesting things for Drukari, where you can just kind of like mass MSU and transports and try to take board that way, but it just doesn't seem to be working out for people. Yeah, uh, I think rounding Drukari up is primarily an identity issue um, because. I would Everybody who got into Drakari last edition wants them to be punchy, and they're not. They want them to that's be the me. fast, overly efficient melee trading army that just breaks the game. And guys, that's Eldar now. Like, also me. Guys, just play Eldar. That's not the same. They're not. They don't. They, no, stop. Whatever. Fine. Uh, Grey Knights round out the t her. The bottom five is rounded out by Grey Knights. Twenty-eight players, three point five meta representation, a forty-five point four percent win rate. Ah, uh, nope. Well, they got two top fours and three yeah, top I'm really tens. Glad I did. I'm really glad I didn't submit them for LGT. Astra Militarum uh, round out the bottom five with 45 players, 5.7% win rate, or meta representation, 45.5% win rate, two top fours, five top tens, and a 0.63 overrep. One of our Discord members, Derek, is one of those top fours. Um, he got third going four, zero, and one at uh, Armed Forces Day. So that was cool. Hell yeah, go there. The only the only army he drew was World Eaters. He managed to beat everybody else on his way there, which is kind of cool. In an eighty-eight World to eighty-eight tie, kind of good now, by the way. Loving World Eaters being good again. It's terrifying. The saddest part, though, was Anthony telling me that World Eaters are the closest thing to Ninth Edition Drakari, and then me being like, "I guess I need to try World Eaters to see if that scratches the itch <laughs> that I've wanted for a while." Um. Which is fine. I just didn't really need that as an itch to scratch at this point. Look, yeah. man, just play hard. Just play like Eldar. Look, you, you're going to get the same itch. What you want, right? This is the secret, okay? Everybody who played who played Drakari last session and wants Drakari again, just play Eldar. It's exactly the same thing. It's broken units doing broken things. You didn't care about the play style. You weren't about that. You just wanted to win. Go play Eldar. I did like going fast and murdering things in melee combat. Also, Drazar heaping an entire mountain of corpses around himself while like Drazar his arms were up walking are basically opponent. the same data sheet. So I actually have a it's confession true. to make. That data set doesn't include Armed Forces Day. It doesn't? You want to know why? Why? Because the event TO marked it as an online event. Oh Lord! All right, well that's cool. So now <laughs> so we know that there's another night. There's another event that needs to go in there. Excellent. Um, so <laughs> that's always so fun. add Don't an event your... win for Astra Militarum. Yep. Well, a top four. No, an event win. Oh, did they also win? Tyler they White, won. United Midwest Project, yeah. won that event. 
God dang. I guess oh, Armed congr- Forces Day and people who, like, did Guard just get, like, an extra 10% points or something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> because they all nearly joined the military. Yes, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of people who nearly joined the military and the critical mass caused every Eldar player to spontaneously <laughs> join the army and be unable to play. <laughs> Man, it, it is really funny, though, to look up events because uh, I was looking up what other GTs were happening in the nearby area. And there's like five online events, but they're all physical events just in like European countries, which is extra funny. So, I don't know. People stop marking your non-online events as online events. It makes things Look, weird. Everybody mark all of your events as physical and in Chicago to confuse Nathan. If you're playing a DTS league, it's in Chicago. Right. And not, if you're I'm playing a TTS league and it's marked in Chicago, I'll join it because I'm definitely looking That's, for more competitive people. To let's play. get Go like 35 leagues set up that are all in Chicago and just ruin Nathan's life. Nathan sure. will have no time to play Baldur's Gate. That's fine. I'll replace all my time, my Baldur's Gate time with 10th edition. That's fine. That's a good replacement. Um, so I also wanted to show some visuals today. Uh, thank you to Cliff for updating the dashboard. Although this is going to be missing a GT sized event, as we just mentioned. Um, just kind of to talk about where the meta's at and then kind of the trends post late of where the meta's at. So I'm going to share my screen, which is always a terrible idea. It always goes so well for us. I can't imagine why anybody, if you're listening to the podcast, don't be, watch the YouTube show. It's better. Uh, you get to see us make weird faces and have stupid interactions with chat. All right. So and we're going to share this. Share, so this bit makes sense. This is funny. We're going to do our best to describe it though for people. Um, so essentially, we're looking at the meta. We're looking at the meta overview tab of the metadata dashboard on the StatTrek website. So StatTrek-com. Let's just make this that, easy. If you are currently no. listening to this podcast, <laughs> please go to your browser and open up www.stash-check.com/slash/the-meta. Nathan, what talking about? I have to know. <laughs> What? What was the question? What are the 14 must-see breads? <laughs> uh, I'll open it at the end. We'll do it as a bonus bit, okay? If you just super chat some money, and I'll put it. I'll talk also, about and it And back off your mic. You're clipping it. <laughs> All right. Um, as we can see from this, everything in gray is within the balance window. Everything in orange is under the balance window, and anything in light blue is above the balance window. Hold up, hold up, hold up. How many factions do we have in the balance window now? I think it's because Tau technically is rounded up to 56, but they're like 55. So... I guess technically Tau should be blue. I don't know what's going on there. But let, let's, just, let's, just, let's just say Tau is, is outside there. So we have how many factions here? 26? didn't ask you to count there are actually 26 in the database. okay thank you i was like god damn it jeremy i can count quickly but i'm gonna count slower to make sure i don't say it wrong so there are 26 factions in the game and there are six outside of the balance window currently so over so 20 out of the 26 so over two-thirds of them in fact almost three-quarters of them are within the balance window that GW wants us to have. Yep. Now, only two weeks in, as we jokingly said, two data points is a meta, but it kind of reinforces what Ennis and I were talking about last week and that things are looking pretty good. They're definitely looking better. Like um, even looking maybe... at like the event win distribution, no one army is dominating. 
I mean, the closest thing that we're like seeing is still that Eldar are 57%. Yeah, we knew like, Eldar didn't like, hit hard enough. <laughs> yeah, and it's different though because now we're not seeing them be the only faction that's winning GT-sized events. There are currently three factions at three event wins, which are Eldar, Tau, and Chaos Space Marines. There's a bunch of factions at two GT wins, and there's a bunch of factions at one GT win, which is very different than what we were seeing pre-slate, where basically it was one faction with like 90% of the win, with all of the wins for every other faction combined together. <laughs> and then some typically towards the end of that meta. And now we're seeing kind of that return to the mean. And then I'm going to switch to a better visualization that kind of shows the effect that we're talking about when we talk about kind of this, the bottom performing factions going up and the top performing factions kind of going down. Mm -hmm. Is when we look at the graph of the meta over time. So this is all of 10th from the end of june through this last weekend and you can see right after the slate release which i believe is right here mm -hmm. you see just an, well it's a tiny upward trend for drakari but for everybody else <laughs> there's definitely just kind of a push towards 50 percent, a very strong push towards 50 percent over the last two except drakari tough luck except, except drakari now the real everybody else a strong is... push is because that people just aren't playing them if more people played them they'd push towards the middle yeah because people, right. people are playing admec dude right 100 percent. i bet that's exactly what's going on yeah so we'll zoom in a little bit closer so admec are right here i know this is getting us a little busy because of all the colored lines and stuff like that um but and this is also summed across the whole edition. Death Watch so still have a win rate. Out of genuine curiosity. <laughs> Death like... Watcher, they're still there. They're doing stuff. <laughs> what? Look, man, I'm not here to explain right. why things are happening. I'm just here to explain that things are happening and that generally there's a compression. Oh, shit, the wise job, isn't it? Oh, fuck. So the funny <laughs> thing about that... Wait, this... No, that's not possible. Can you double check something real quick? Go back to your previous tab where he was just asking how Death Watch are still winning things. Do Death Watch have two event wins? Uh, it shows two event wins here, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> two event wins. Two okay. I'm so confused. Over I'm very confused here. 11% 4 0 starts, apparently, for Death Watch. Which is double what they should be, yeah. Well done to the two of you playing them. Uh <laughs> Excuse they me, are only one percent of the player base. Yes, there are there are some of them. <laughs> there are eighteen players, and they're having the best time. <laughs> they're having the greatest time. They are doing just the bestest. They have an eleven percent four row event start, which is two, and they've converted both of those to event wins. Hell yeah, hero play. All right. So now I'm curious which events those are that they've won. You'll have to go find them, but I think. Well, there are signs pointing towards the slate being effective. We'll have it's, to see... done a good job if it had only hit Eldar. If it only had actually hit Eldar, it would have been great. Yeah. It, so, like I said before, I gave this slate like a passing grade, but not like a great grade, like a C. Um, like a C plus. Almost there, but not quite all the way to where we wanted it, which is fine. C's make degrees, as they say. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, like if you had removed the night spinner and the incarn, it would be a, it would be a perfectly balanced book. <laughs> yes, maybe, possibly, maybe wraith guard. Yeah, I would if they didn't if they didn't have pokeball incarn, I would at least feel like I could play them. True. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen now because all of you have seen enough. No, uh, the bread. What? No, no, that's a oh, bonus need, content. That's at the that's end of the bonus episode. content at the end. We'll share my screen again in a totally scuffed fashion so that everybody can see bread. 
I don't know why that's even there, actually. I don't know. 14 must-see bread making sites is what it says. So there you go. Um, it's not even bread. It's <laughs> sites it's not making. even bread. It's sites for making bread. Oh, um, yeah. I, ho I hope the, the link is... Exponential bread. So both definitely... the Death Watch ev event wins have been the other side of the pond. Uh, last weekend, Warhammer 40,000 Throne of Skulls was won by Piotr Hernley, uh, who was playing Blackspear Task Force. Uh, Throne of Skulls was a Warhammer World event, uh, but nothing special about it. He went 5-0 and he won the event. Um, and then Kevin Zollinger, who I believe is a German player. Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, Come on. Rude. Ah. Uh, Whatever the event was it's in Slovenia, I had to take a guess as to where he was from. It's based all on the his same. Name. It doesn't matter. They're just all European <laughs> countries. Kevin's one of the um, the WTC admins. He ran the organization. One of the organizations that it links. He also runs the Salzburg Bremen GT. That's this weekend. The one that's in. The, and he's also one of the guy that beat me LGT last year, or one of the two. So beautiful. All right, I know Kevin well. Kevin's a good lad. Thank you for the correction. Then, uh, so Kevin Zollinger won. He was playing Gladius with Death Watch. That's cool. I like that. And yeah. kill teams are still a cool data sheet, and so are Proteus kill teams with Watchmasters. So yeah, yeah might be miles in that. That seems yeah. interesting. But yeah, he did. He went. He I think he went. I mean, five, fuck all reason to be Black Spear now, right? So. Uh, yeah, definitely. I will uh, yeah, say... he went five and one. Hero mode. That's awesome. Oh no, that was that. We need master. at least one more data point to make a better better line, Pope. Hey, Mona, one he went more. five and one up. more data point. We need one more Death Watch tournament win. Who will be our hero? Who will be our third week of Death Watch winning GT events of yeah. some sort? So there are, 11, there are two Death Watch players, and they're having the best time. Congratulations to both of you. <laughs> if one of you could win LGT, that would be amazing. Oh, God. I don't think either of them are at LGT, sadly, given that Kevin's currently running an event in Germany this weekend. Yeah, I was going to say. That's why I thought he was German, because he usually shows up at German events. No, he I'm runs, saying, Kevin, he runs you should Cup enter your own time. event. Go enter your own event so that you can win it and get another GT win for Death Watch. He'll ringer it and win. I'm also going to warn everybody because I checked to make sure that must see bread making sites thing was still like an active link that is not as exciting as everybody thinks it's going to be. I I'm don't care. I need to know. We really don't care. It's going to be fun. Okay. Fine. I was uh, there was going to be more stuff stuff in your bookmarks bar, but I'll settle for bread. I mean, we could look at Butterflake Herb. There was a Pokemon map as well, but I don't like that one's like, not live anymore. But... Probably the old Pokestops map. It is. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's transition into talking about LGT, I suppose. Ennis, sure. do you want to talk about some LGT stuff? Do we want to talk about LGT numbers before we get into it? Yes. Do the LGT numbers bit, because then I can talk about LGT as an event as a whole. Okay. Uh, this is going to be scuffed, so I'm just going to... I'm not even going to bother sharing my screen. No, is this um, the one that's got, like, Tau Sept and Tau Mart separately and stuff? No, 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 okay, no, 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 no. Come, come on now. Just for that, I'm sharing my screen. Do you have the pie chart? <laughs> no, I don't have any of that. Heartbroken. Uh, window, because I'm not going to do what, what he just did. You can also see what I've can't... called this file. <laughs> You're not going to share your web browser so that somebody can find an embarrassing bookmark on there that they need to my see? My bookmarks are actually very boring, and I've shared them more than enough times that I'm pretty sure people know what's going on. Uh, so this is... <laughs> In its entirety, 757 lists that currently make up the LGT. We'll see who actually ends up making it through. Uh, of special note, I will add, I assume you can all actually see my screen. I'm just looking at a spreadsheet right now. I can see it. We can see it. All right. So if you're watching a terrible resolution, you probably can't see it. But tough. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna talk through things really briefly, and I'm going to talk about some trends. Um, the very most hilarious thing is that we have our first in over, oh, God, I don't know. How many players now? <sighs> 
after almost 8,000, no, more than 8,000 lists that I have read of 10th edition for GT plus play, we finally have someone that took a hugely small amount that took Imperial Agents. Fuck yeah, dude. What's he playing? They have, no, it's Imperial Agents. There is no detachment. He has as many of the agents as he can legally take. And then he took three knights as allies because he can't fit everything in there. Can you, you can field an army with no detachment? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if it's actually legal. Could you but play it's... Space Marines without a detachment? Like, if you wanted to? There is just I... a way around this, isn't there? You just play, like, a Custodes detachment, but you don't include any Custodes. Uh... Or any Imperial faction, really. You could no, just think you'd be limited to two units of two agents' units. Oh. Yeah, but you could fill it out with Knights. I must find. I must know. Yeah, we're 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 now, we're now all going down the rabbit hole of can is this actually illegal? Because I I went through it and I was like, this seems cool. I don't know if this actually works, but you know. <laughs> and then I had to ask the hard asked question of, can you field armies without detachments? I'm sorry, people. Um, I, I mean, it says select army faction and select detachment rules, and then select units. Can you skip? Does it say you can select a detachment or does it say you it just says note on your army roster one set of detachment rules for your army? That sounds like you need is to pick no a detachment. detachment legal. That doesn't sound like it. That makes it. Sound I will like you need make it legal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to point this out because I, I saw in purely ages like, OK, just someone <laughs> fucking around. But I remember UKTC is actually fairly strict on making sure you declare your faction properly. And I looked through it and I was like, no, he actually did take like Imperial agents as his faction in the army. So mm. I do love it. And I don't actually think or care if it's legal because I don't oh, think the Imperial, oh, I don't I, think that Imperial agents player is winning the, the LGT guys. No. Um, um, if they win if again, does? I will be impressed. Actually, you know, no, I'm going to take that back. We've had to work on Titans game. winning games, so now. so If he wins, I'll get a tattoo of an Imperial agent thing. I don't know if what If he wins a be. game, that's bold. No, if he wins the event. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just have everyone put speed to games. All right. <laughs> if he has uh, a then... positive record, I'll consider it. All right. <laughs> on the top end, and I'm just going to break this. I'm just going to put all Marines together because Marines are boring. Marines make up 17% of the meta at LGT. I've also taken a look at the last two weeks just to compare it. That's basically exactly where they're at right now. Um, there are They make up 17.2 at, at LGT, and they make up 17.7 at the last two weeks. Um, the interesting ones are world leaders. World leaders have surged in, pres- in, in representation. They are almost 70% more of them as compared to the last two weeks. So I blame Anthony for that one. Tyranids are actually lower uh, by about 15%. Tau are about 40% more common, which, okay. And then Imperial Knights are about 40% less common. So all the Knight players are now playing Tau. Yeah. Um, Drakari are 30% more common. Interesting. Can you can you hide the skimmer? That's a really small sample size for Drakari, though, right? I know. Can I hide what? Can you hide Venoms on UKTC boards? Probably. Mm, yeah. I would just assume that... Like, I hide Land Raiders. Some... Then, yeah, you can probably hide Venoms and Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you um... got Raiders. No, yeah, I hide Raiders. Raiders are too tall. 
Chaos Space Brains wow. are about representative. Chaos Knights are also down by about 25%. Same with Guard, which was actually an interesting one. I actually thought Guard... Seems about down a decent amount compared to... Or like they're down like 10%, right? For no, their up. numbers? They're, oh, they're up, they're they're up, up 8%. Like... This number is oh, how much the, this changes. I'm just reading the columns, this has yeah. changed to here, yeah. So no, not many Chaos Knights, not many Guard, and then not many Nids. Not many nids is actually weirdly surprising. I'm yeah, I mean, that there's... they they are like the seventh faction. Yeah. So it's not like they're that uncommon. I think the thing that still amuses me is that you have forty marine players and then you have thirty four dark angel players. Look, <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> and they're not all gladius. So, how many land raider redeemers are at this event, though? That's what I really want. A fair know. amount. Not okay. not every list has one, but a whole lot of them do. All of those yeah. guys are going to be really disappointed the first time somebody goes first into them and just like puts a Nurgling squad in front of it and it's like, <laughs> it's your plan, bro. And they're like, didn't get this far. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely jammed Von Ryan's Leapers underneath a Land Raider before. Just be like, yeah, look, you'll they'll die. But they're here. Yeah, it takes some uh, time. I have, I've also tank shocked a Lictor to death with a uh, a Land Raider. So that was funny. Um, yeah, T-Suns and Grey Knights are both at 33. That's about it. Orcs are kind of like the middle of the pack. Uh, Leagues of Votan are holding steady. They're up like 8% week over week. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to be paying a close attention to see how they do this weekend because there are some fun builds out there. It's really easy when you can just suddenly afford like 30% more stuff, right? I can't believe uh, like 20% more Power stuff. Power World yeah. are definitely the breakouts. I get, I get technically yeah. Advic as well, but Advic is small sample size. There are yeah. so many Tower World years of this tournament mm -hmm. comparatively to normal. It's genuinely quite insane. Yeah. Uh, I love how Admech increased 44%, but that's because they went from 1.1% of the meta to 1.6% of the meta. So that's not Heroes real. all of them. Except uh, you, you decided not to submit them. Custodes are actually much higher than people expected as well. They're about 20% more represented at this event than they have been the last two weeks. Necrons is down too, which strikes me as interesting. Uh, Look, there's only so much time you can spend listening to everybody say, how do I kill 20 Necron Warriors? Before you're like, maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't submit 20 Necron Warriors. <laughs> yeah. All right, so that's, that, that's what we're looking at for like the overall kind of picture of the meta. It's interesting. It's fairly, cons it, it's not entirely similar, but it's not, there's only a couple of factors that are really out of whack. So Sisters yeah. and Admech are the real factions that are the lowest representation, which I think is makes sense. I mean, with Sisters, Admech, and GSE being three of the low bottom four as being the three most expensive factions, it makes sense for like the a bigger tournament where there's less like, dedicated players and stuff like that at them as well. Yeah, and Drukari are not a cheap army, yeah, like, although they're the, battle forces. They're below great. 20 are Admech, Sisters, Drukari, Gene Sealer Cults, and Imperial Knights. And <laughs> yep. Knight players don't interact. Now, this this is the only one that really surprises me, is just how much of a drop-off they saw. People saw the Bondsman nerfs, and I think maybe they're overreacting a little bit, but... Or they're looking at LGT terrain and like, uh, this is no That's good true. for me. Yeah. It's interesting to look at the same. Yeah, but they can just go through walls, right? Just I mean, you can play Imperial Agents. So Yeah, the app like it was an app generated list. Oh. I'm sure. So sure. I was just like, I it must be legal. Don't know. 
I'm annoyed because I need to. It's going to fuck up all of my stats. Technically, it seems wrong. Like I, I think legally you should not be able to because the rules do do say to select a detachment. Excuse me. Um, but like yeah, if you can, there isn't like a. Yeah, like if there is no detachment for the army that you've selected, what are you supposed to do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the world breaks. You just break the card. Likely, yes. <laughs> like you just stop, right? Like the game just you, you draw, like infinite draws. That guy's going through. That guy's going to going uh, two point five. Their, their game gets to the muscle army staff and they clock out. Like, it's true. All right, Mental. Yep. Once I stop sneezing, like Never. ramble for a minute. I'm kind of intrigued to see how David Gaylord does with his guard list because three tank commanders is definitely not what I predicted in my life when I was thinking about guard lists. It's three more tank commanders than I really predicted in in this world, but they do put out a lot of blast and blast related shots. Yeah, they, they have blast and blast accessories. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for anybody who's not been following, LGT is this weekend. It's a 750-player tournament. We just ran through the stats for it. Um, it's playing five rounds and then a top cut um, with 750 players. I believe that means that there's going to be 10 rounds, same as last year, um, which would, should be, by my reckoning, it should be three games for the Invitational on Friday, then the semifinals of the Invitational on Friday night, then three games on Saturday, and then the finals Invitational on Saturday night, and then three games for the main and then two games for the main event that everybody plays on the Sunday, then the shadow round, then three games to determine the last, the rest of that. Does that add up? Then four more games on Sunday. That seems right. Wouldn't that be on Monday though? On Monday. Yeah. So it should be, there's a lot of games. There's a lot of Warhammer going on. It turns out if you want to win both events, it's 15 games. Um, that's that's the longest short of it. Uh, 15 games in four days. Hell yeah. 15 games in four days. 3.75 games per day. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of Warhammer. Um, War Games Live is going to be streaming it, so do check out there. Um, if you want to see all of the coverage, Contact Loss has been doing a bunch of pre-event store coverage. So have uh, a bunch of other places like uh, Six Plus Plus. I'm sure we'll do some content on it. Uh, 40K Fireside have just done their most recent episode on it. it. It's the biggest event in the UK. It should be. In general, it's the second biggest single event on the planet after LBO. Um, it is worth paying attention to as a herald of the new meta. Um, myself and Anthony are both going to be there. If you are there at the event and you want to come to come say hi, I believe Anthony has a bunch of static dice that he'll be handing out. I will be there and to say hi to you because I gave all my static dice away and I live too far away to resupply sometimes. Um, so, yeah. Broadly, the event is looking like it's the, the event is UKTC terrain, so it's fixed terrain. You can see all of that on the UKTC website, which you can Google and it'll show up pretty easily. Um, so you're, we're playing on fixed terrain formats, which is becoming more common in the, in the, like the North American scene, I think. So for people who are not, who've not played on fixed events now, I think it's becoming a lot more uncommon. Um, what that means is there's a lot more scope to prep and prepare your army. And, you know, like I've played every mission for this event, at least a couple of times on every, on all the train formats, like people know what the train is like for this event. Um, there is very little like lists are designed for this format. So do be aware when you come away from this, that there are some things that are just less playable on this. Every time I see a guard list with a shadow sword, I just like know that it's American that submitted it, um, like shadow sword or bane sword or anything like that. You just know, cause that, that thing cannot move on these boards. Like it is just not possible. Uh, they are not designed with that kind of thing in mind. Even stuff like devilfish have a real difficulty getting around on these boards. Um, so definitely pay attention to that. Um, I remember last year, um, a bunch of them, 
guard players were not running sponsors on their rushes because guard with guard rushes with a sponsor do not fit through some of the gaps. Guard rushes without a sponsor do. Um, so you sometimes see some of that. Things like Rogel Zorns also like take a hit with uh, things like that. Uh, Land Raider Redeemer, which I'm playing in the Invitational, did not, my, did not make my main event list because imagine trying to move that thing. You're doing the Austin Powers a billion point turn to get it through two ruins. Um, <laughs> every board has an open middle objective, which is always... Uh, always very terrifying. Uh, in the one mission where we play Hidden Supplies, it's supposed to be two and it's not open, but they're very close together. That mission has objectives 4.4 inches apart. Uh, you really don't want to be, um, you really don't want to be the guy that's trying to hold that objective as your consistent one into somebody else doing the same thing on the other side. And you're not going to be safe there. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a really cool event. Uh, I am very much hoping to do well myself. Uh, my list details my performance to the last few LGTs. Uh, my first LGT, I went 5-0. and oh. My second, I went 4-1. and one. My third, I went 3-2. and two. So we are very much hoping that the downward spiral does not continue and that we can buck that trend. Um, we're hoping for a 2-2 two and, two and place, second place. Yeah, that's what we'll... We'll have my one loss to LRP the finals, and I'm okay with that. Uh, so yeah, for that one, I'm CSM. I touched on my list a little bit earlier uh, when I was talking through what I'm painting, but I figured that was the best chance for scamming my way through some other matchups against players who aren't as good as me and high rolling the fuck out of some players who are better than me. Brian, I'm coming for you. I'm going to high roll you. You know what's happening. See you in the finals, baby. Um, yeah, that's all I really got. Anthony's playing World Eaters, which is glorious. I'm so happy for him. Um, he seems so much happier about 10th edition since he's switched to World Eaters. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but he complains so much less in chat now. <laughs> Like in the backstage, I haven't heard Anthony whinge once since he resolved the Berserker Glaive. And like, really, that's what 10th edition's about for me now. <laughs> I mean, when you look at that enhancement for the first time, and it's like when you charge, you get all this extra stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's really awesome. <laughs> plus D3 text, plus D3 damage on your weapon. It's pretty good. And it's a modifier. Mm -hmm. David, I'll tell you what, right? I'll make you a deal. If you kill all the Eldar players, I'll see you in the final. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, you can win this time, right? Let's go. Let's go for that. I'm okay with that. I've already mentally, mentally Collusion. agreed. Collusion. So if you take out all the guard, if you take out all of those, I'll take out whatever like anti tank stuff is good into you. I have no idea what it is because I don't know what your army does. Um, but like anything that's a bad matchup for you, I'll beat, and then you beat all the Eldar, and then we'll play in the finals, and you can have it, right? Let's let's do that. And to answer uh, your question, Ben, I believe he did play one game into double night spinner. Look, Anthony is, I think Anthony has accepted certain universal truths, like that Night Spinner players are not allowed to interact with us anymore, and we just don't want to speak to you. Like, thank you, but no, I, I don't I don't need your energy in the world. Um, there, there is nothing that you can say to me that will make me think you are a better person, because you own Night Spinners. Frankly, that's Damn. really all I needed. To, all I need to know about you. I'm gonna stuff um, three night spinners apparently back into my like storage bins so that Ines no, doesn't man, you like material for your bane blade. All right, I got. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot to put that out. I'm gonna go grab that during our break. I was gonna that's say, all. yeah, there's something you need to show off because it's been a little while since you've been on. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're we not. We're we not even spoiled. Spoiled that. Oh, that's cool, man. We have so much, so much, so much going on in so little time. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so has anybody seen any interesting lists? We got Anthony on World Eaters, which is making him happier. Anthony's on Angron World Eaters as well, which is the best bit. Anthony did not play Angron at all last edition. And I think it's great. 
Uh, I very much look forward to that. Uh, Mike Porter is on Mono Harlequins. Vic and Brian are on identical Triple Night Spinner lists, and I hate them both. Uh, Nassim has fallen to the dark side and is on and is on Twenty Wraith Guard. Um, I don't know. I only read I read the good Eldar list, and I was like, "Cool, man, they're, they're winning. Who cares?" Um, yeah. Sacco and Liam Vissel are both on Chosen and Obliteration Forge Fiends and Celeste, which I think is cool. Um, Celeste is a super fun little model um, who has the Phoenix Gem um, because everything is in Eldar terms now. Uh, David Gillard is obviously on like four Lehman Rosses and two Basilisks and God's Ghosts. Let's go. Um, trying to channel that Benjuric energy. Uh, Capture the outpost is on their data sheet. It just says you score that card. Um, <laughs> I think that would be a cool goal. God's Ghost get a roll. Like, if you're playing tactical, you can choose at the start of your turn for one of your cards to be Capture the Outpost. <laughs> <laughs> once per game or every, every once turn? Per game, once per game. Once per game. Um, I would accept that. I do actually want to shout out Noah Badome. Um, he's one of the... I believe he's based out of the Pacific Northwest in the United States. Uh, but he's heading out to LGT. I don't know if he's oh, kind of traveling or he's there, but he's the watching us right now. From a softer man than LGT. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Oh, don't, don't forget that David's also running a Rogaldorn. Which oh, yeah, seems David. brave based on what you, you can told move, me about your KTC trade. I look forward to seeing it try. Um, David, David practices a lot. I'm sure he's, he's very equipped for doing K turns. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Noah's running the Atropos Errant uh, and then oh, yeah. two Helverins, four Warglaves, and a Calidus and a Calexus. Do you know what? I don't even hate Night Players anymore. You're just playing Bad, ar bad Army. You're, you're, Night Players, you're okay with me now. I don't think you have developmental problems like Vic does. Uh <laughs> oh, wow. <Jesus>. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> we don't need this level of flame in our stream today. That wasn't flame. I'm saying I don't think they have that. Uh, yes, we've definitely seen the uh, heard. The yeah, concept. and Noah does make a good point. He does play very little in his own meta. He actually travels a fair amount for events. I hear that's smart based on the people and level of play in that area. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, David just invited me to dinner. David, I said I like your list. It's Vic, Vix and Brian's I don't like. Like, come on, it's fine. I'll be, I'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was the one that was throwing shade at David's list. Oh, okay. I don't know. All the tower are basically the same. There's not like a lot going on there. Yeah, the Tetalists are like seven models. Like there is they have less list diversity than Tyranids. I did see a list that has a devil fish, but it's really just on the space pope that goes in it, and that's it. As far as I can tell, there's no other infantry in that list. Yeah, the only thing that I'm point about David's list is that he doesn't have more catacans and chimeras. That is true. Cat guns and cameras are super fun. Sky yeah, one is like you great. should have like six units of them. <laughs> I think at some point you do run out of place to deploy tanks, even on UKTC boards with four ruins in your deployment. Yeah, so like, you do run Rogel Dorn. That right there is like two chimeras with catacans in it. It's a good, it's a good point well made. <laughs> He's got a scout <laughs> sentinel and an infantry squad and, and a Bulgren squad. That, that, that right there, that's another two more. That, that's all more chimeras, yeah. Yeah, I'm with like, you. Come on. The Bulgan squad is kind of interesting. Actually, no, he know. can keep the Bulgan squad. He has to drop the, the Eradicator. I don't understand the Eradicator. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, I need I, to go. All I will say is kudos to, to him out. for having fixed his list, because when it was first submitted, it was unreadable. It just had every sponson weapon on it. 
on every, every single tank. Every single every thing. Maybe he thought it was like Space Marine Gradicators. I don't know. I, you just like read the wrong day. She was like, wow, this one gets full hit wounds and damage rerolls and submitted that. You know, like, we don't know. No. I heard he was on holiday in Greece for his honeymoon or something. Like, I, I can't promise he was able to read the app. I can't remember what the Eradicator does. Uh, it gets the Vindicator rule. It can shoot in combat uh, with blast okay. weapons. It can, it can yeah. shoot blast weapons into combat. Clearly, okay. it's there for mad tank shock. That's It's, it's going to tank shock. It's going to get locked in combat. And it's going to keep shooting you, right? Uh, that's that's what it's there for. If I don't see that thing on my on David's opponent's home objective, he'll like I'll be I'll be disappointed in him. That and Gaunt's Ghost are the tag team for like murdering Lichgar. That's that's what it is. Uh, who else had interesting lists? Like goddamn, nobody had interesting lists. It's such a honestly, every event of this event, every list of this event sucks. They are all just the worst. I love this meta. Um, I don't even think the meta is that bad. I just think every list is identical to everyone else's list. Um, kind of like the idea of running pure harlequins i don't know but it's, it's not. not entirely pure harlequins because and, and credit to him he does recognize he does have his his list name does recognize that he has a crutch which is fuegan oh yeah manny's playing 200 cultists um i honestly what? manny's playing like <laughs> eight he's playing like max across cultists max and there's many regular cultists he can fit with the points left and double fortune and abaddon is what legionnaires it's just horde bullshit and honestly I don't understand how that man's not on a back brace after playing Rax last year. And he was like, do you know what? We'll do that again. Um, strong energy. Powerful. I, I hope he gets scraped off. I hope like somebody just like scrapes his army into a bin like as they go, just like every round. Also, if you're at LGT and you're walking past Manny's table, just take an Accursed Cultist. He will not notice. He cannot notice. There is no way. No, uh, no, no. He'll, he'll notice the Accursed Cultist. It's the regular Cultist. He no, no, no. Like, there's, there's no way that man notices this one. Like, one model around, like, you walk past his table, just one in your pocket. There's no way, no way on earth that he notices that, and you'll be fine. <laughs> and and that, that's how we beat Manny, like without even having to beat. Like, by round four, he'll be deploying like Abaddon and, Elite, and a Legionnaire. It'll be all right. Um, For me, I want to see how he identifies which of his accursed cultists are, are undivided and which ones are Nurgle. Uh, you flip a coin at the start of the turn, I think. Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. The meta is kind of kind of garbage. Oh, <laughs> is it garbage, though? guy playing 18 Jaronauts. That guy's my hero. It's like 18 okay. Juggernauts and Scarbrand and stuff. I have no idea what his name was because it was just somebody showed me it, but I like that guy's list. Uh, I think we're starting to enter into a phase of kind of doldrums because everybody has one detachment. Oh, you hate Danny only... Parr's list, right? I don't hate it. I just dislike what he did with it. And it was more just because he was lazy in how he wrote it. Uh, okay. I got to look at it. So oh, Danny Porter is uh, running... 60 points? Jesus. What are you yelling at? I'm just like amazed at the points on Voltan units now. Like oh, yeah, 60 they're... points for a nine here champion? Yes. So it's Uthar, a nine here champion, a call, a nine here champion, not just a champion, apparently, according to the list. 30 pioneers, or 30 uh, Hearthkin, 20 Hearthguard, six pioneers in two by three, and then six Sagittars. Yep. Like it's, stuff. it's not a bad list. No, it's not. It's a ton of stuff. Mm hmm. Uh, clocks are fine. Uh, they are encouraged. You are allowed to use them at any point. Uh, I believe if you're undefeated on day two, you have to use them. Um, you, we put clocks. Yeah. And the judges at uh, UKTC events are very solid. So, well, when they aren't trying to ban deep striking rapid ingress. Look, 
I was gonna say, so I'm playing Tomic round one. Tomic, I was gonna say Moonblock the Land Raider, but then I actually read your list for the first time after I saw that you were the opposite. And you've got two, so I don't know, man. We just gonna brawl in the middle with Land Raiders. We're gonna we can make like car noises as we're doing them. We'll bring down a map that's got like the map, like the uh, like the the streets on it, and we can just like. Please, please, around. one of you bring that and replace the actual mat with the car mat from kids. <laughs> yes, please do that. One of you needs. We, we have one of those at Saltire. Um, it's fantastic. Uh, it's cut. <laughs> it's cut down to size to be a forty by sixty, uh, forty-four by sixty, and everything. It's it's fantastic. Right, well, um, extra large kids mat. How much are these? <laughs> See, <what is> the <laughs> Jer Jeremy's looking to order one for his you know table. Dan's doing mats for stat check. What if we got one done up that was that? Like, we got the art done up? We should. Oh, Let's do it. We don't have the time for that, but our next round, we definitely for the will. Next round, we could definitely. So, here's the, here's the problem is that when we buy these mats, we have to buy them in bulk to get the price right. But if we did custom ones that were like statue and we like actually got them, like, like got the art commissioned and stuff, I think we'd sell those. Yeah. We would sell them. We should do that for the next round. We definitely should. That'd be great. If we made them like actually have like static references and stuff like that on them. <laughs> They're just peach trees and stuff like that on the side of the road. <laughs> All right, I'm opening up Fiverr. <laughs> like, we can get like the static logo in the middle integrated. We could get like the streets could be the deployment layouts and <sighs> I love everything about this, I won't lie. I think this is great. Let's do it. I think we are hurt. we're dealing psychic damage to Jeremy as he considers. No, no, I'm just looking at this because, like, this. I'm actually looking at it like a, a 78 by 59 inch, like, play rug is only $80 Canadian. <laughs> but we want the mat so we can roll. No, it no, I know. But, like, if table. I just wanted to do this as a one off, I could do this. Yeah. Um... The problem is getting it, like, so that you can actually put models on it and they don't fall over because it's like carpet. Which is the uh, real problem with the one that we have is that it's yeah. just carpet. Yeah. I wonder if that, I wonder if that art is just available license free at this point. Probably not, Probably. but it might be. But they're, they're, it, it's not something that's difficult to create its own version. <laughs> yeah, Dave's Dave back, back sword, Beast Space Egg Bar, movie theater showing the SpongeBob yeah. movie, we, Max we, Cool. We, God damn it! We would crowdsource the Discord for things that they recommend should be on it. I think oh, we this is this. such a bad idea, but this is such a good it's idea. The best idea. Here's a whole tournament where every table is this. Well, about that. <laughs> uh, I feel like we can... Yes, the Red Dragon does ship to the UK. Um, Not for 40k stuff, but for general Tim, stuff. Yeah. Tim's yeah, laundromat yeah. is a good one. Tim's laundromat. Anthony's math school. <laughs> Sigil Mats apparently does custom mats. Maybe we can just get a we can very figure small this out. run. I don't know. We'll figure so it out later. You guys aren't going to hear about this one for a while, and then suddenly you're going to hear about it again a whole lot. <laughs> so now that we've covered a few things and are definitely like tangenting off, I'm going to go run over and grab the thing cool. so that we can I'll talk about random does that. Right. Plugs. This section of the show that everybody tolerates. Thanks, everybody, for being with us for, so far, episode 62 of StatCheck. We are about halfway through the show. We'll be going into show questions just after this. It is greatly appreciated that you're all here and really and interacting with us in the YouTube channel or in the YouTube comments. If you would like to do that for the live shows every week, that is YouTube.com slash StatCheck every Tuesday at 11 p.m. GM, 11 p.m. UK, 6 p.m. Eastern, and various other times across the globe that, frankly, I will never do the math for, and I'm going to continue to say that every time.
if you're not in, up for being on the live show and you can't make it or it's during your during your bedtime because understandable uh do check out the live, do check out the podcast that's on spotify apple Podcasts, all the usual places that you can get it usually we post on good hammer i've been really slacking on that for the last couple of weeks and i will be stepping that back up again after lgt uh or before lgt because frankly that's just on me um yeah that, that can be found everywhere podcasts are found uh, or you can go onto our website where like they're all linked i'm pretty sure which is stat-tech.com while you're on stat-tech.com you can also check out a bunch of other things like the other shows on the network x and one and the matrix which are run by tim and tim and cliff who which will be this wednesday they're going to be going over something i actually have no idea what their topic is and into the matrix which runs all the alternate weeks with with nathan the other nathan and typhus which covers all things team events um yeah, while you're on the website, you can also check out other things like the metadata dashboard that we were talking through earlier. If you want to see all those cool stats that, that uh, Nathan and that Nathan and Jeremy were talking about, you can see that see it all there. If you want to get access to myself and Typhus, if you're interested in improving your 40k game at all, check out the coaching tab or drop us an email at stat-tech.com uh, or at coaching at stat-tech.com. Apologies. Um, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got on the website. For sponsors, we've got Red Dragon and Saltar. Uh, Red Dragon is our primary, primary Canadian sponsor. They're the one that we're talking about that's going to be doing uh, mats for us. We did those in our Discord. We'll be hopefully showing them off by properly for everybody later on. Um, they also do a 50% discount code for anybody who's in our Patreon. And they also are just a wonderful supplier of the things like our objective mats and our dice and all that kind of thing. Uh, they do ship They do ship anywhere in the world. Do, do recommend combining orders with somebody else if you're going to try and do that anywhere. Um, but they will ship to you or, you know, get them sent to somebody in the US and get them to bring them over for a tournament or whatever. It's always an option. I'm going to need to do that again when I'm over in Atlanta uh, and just get some get some more dice because I'm, I'm thinking I'm down to like six of each color. Uh, but they roll really well. I promise I've won tournaments with them. So, you know, um, take from that what you will. Um, yeah, the other one is Saltar Games. Saltar Games run our like more tokensy merch store. So you can check out uh, Etsy, Etsy, uh, Saltar Games. You need to drop drop that in the search bar. Etsy's URLs are a little more awkward, so I don't have them memorized. Um, but yeah, they have things like tokens for like Ultra Moment or Plus One to Hit or um, like measuring gauges for Deep Strike. They're really cool, like nine inch measuring gauges with like an arc at the end, so you can put squads down. Really enjoy using them. They definitely help speed up playing Gene Circle significantly to the point where I don't hate myself when I'm playing them. Which is honestly really impressive because that army is miserable at the best of times. We're also yeah, going to be at the Cali Cup. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> thing. We are going to be doing coverage while we're there. Um, with Nathan and Jeremy are going to be running the stats desk and doing a bunch of stuff with the interaction. Myself and Anthony will be running classes while we're there on the Thursday. That is in San Diego on the something of something of November. I think it's the second. That sounds like the right math. Um, second or third, like the first the first week of November, we're going to be at the event in Cali. If you're going to be at the event, do check out the classes. They are uh, linked to the search of role. They're on Eventbrite as well. If you search search stat check, they'll come up. Or go to the California Cup 40K website, and that will all show up there. think that's all I need to plug, except the patron. If you're not on the patron, you should be on the patron. It's a really good way to support us. Uh, we love interacting with everybody in that discord in that discord is one of the biggest one of the best communities i've ever been a part of in terms of 40k it's been super helpful in terms of helping and watching other people grow and having just awesome interaction with the community and shit posting religiously about almost anything and everything uh, and that is patreon.com slash that check please check that out if that is something that interests you if you're in a position to support us if not drop us a like a comment or a subscription or a subscription on the youtube video or on the podcast app or review or whatever anything you can do to promote us would be greatly appreciated if not tell a friend um Come and say hi at a tournament that we're at. Anything you can do to show your support, we really appreciate it because it helps us keep doing what we're doing. 
we do run prize supported events and stuff like that as well. Yeah, we run prize supported events. Like we we will do all sorts of cool stuff. Remembering to do that, to send out the actual prize reward for that. Um, <laughs> I honestly have had a really rough week. <laughs> we also have the 50% discord code for Red Dragon and a bunch of other cool stuff like that. Um, so if any of that sounds like interesting to you, or if you're just you just want to support the show, patreon.com slash stat check is the place to do it. Also, you'll definitely get your question answered because we're about to do the questions and answers section. And if you just put it in the channel in the YouTube comments, we can't promise we'll get to it. We'll do our best. If if you drop a super chat, we'll definitely do it. But if it's in Discord, we will 100% answer. And without further ado, Nathan has a delivery to show us all. Oh, God. This is like the weirdest thing. But so. Did you censor the address? What? You... Um, You're not going to see it. Okay. It doesn't. The address is actually literally covered with a sticker. But all right. I'm just going to open the box. So I ordered a bunch of Tyranids from, uh, from Red Dragon. And got sent just a shit ton of Neurogons and stuff like that as, like, extra stuff. But I also was sent a third box that I opened and was extremely confused and for, like, a moment. And then I burst out laughing. Because we also got sent a Bane Blade. Technically, this is me and Innes' Bane Blade. Hell yeah, leave half for me to build. <laughs> I will, I'm going to assemble half of it. Um, and then I, I'm going to, maybe I'll just assemble the whole thing and saw it in half. Just like right in half down the middle and give you half of it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make that work, but I'll figure it out. What I would like you to do is just leave like one piece off. And the next time I see you, I'll put that piece on. Just leave like one bit of track unglued and I'll glue it in. And then that'll be our combined effort. I was also going to paint it in the colors of the Scottish flag. Hell yeah. So I think what we should do is you should bring that unassembled to Cali Cup. And I'll assemble it over the course. I'll assemble it over the course of Cali Cup. Just during during the broadcast. Just just come like to my table with like a movable tray with a bane blade on it and like here and in between turns, could you just like do this bit while I go and do the well, go and do coverage? So yeah, that's what I was sent. I definitely opened that box and I was having kind of a rough week. And I just laughed for a solid minute or two about it because it was the most ridiculous thing that I've randomly received in the mail since Alex Taus, who's in our chat, sent me a kettle anonymously because I was microwaving tea. Um, I yeah. still can't believe that was an ever thing you were doing. Um, the kettle's actually right stuff. back there. The kettle's actually right there behind me. I do occasionally still microwave tea, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, what's the point about lying about it? I didn't get to serve Alex Taos when he's slept on my couch uh, visiting Chicago. No, you're banned. No, you might wait. You did. All right, let's do questions. All right, I guess I can. No, right, right? Who microwaves tea? How is that a thing? That you I did microwave to? tea while Taos was there, though. It's true. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go into the question. All right, let's kick off the questions. Let's. Luke G is asking in the Discord, how much would the nerf, would the nerfed Oath of Moments hurt the current Marine Index? I'm trying to figure out how big of a nerf this would be if it was just in the balanced data slate versus along with the new Codex. Yeah, uh, Marines would not be a functional faction right now. They rely so heavily on that wound reroll because nothing does any goddamn damage in that book. Um... I don't know how you like ever kill a thing with the Marines Army. Like their their strength like caps at eight outside of like three things. 
No, it would not yep. be good. It would not be a good time. You would re you would be able to rebuild and build a functional army for some for some sub factions and some specific builds, but there would be very little list diversity. I think because you would find exactly the things that work. Like you would probably still get away with like border spawn aggression would still be great, and lancers would still be strong, and you would probably still get away with death knights with lance and like I feel like that's kind of where you start pushing up to the limits because anything else like hellblasters strongly rely on that wound reroll. Um, most of the vehicles like gladiators, reapers do um, death watch stop existing like it seems very difficult once you get past that. The, there will be wholesale rewrites with the marines faction to go with that or we'll have new detachments or new abilities or new points don't rely, don't expect it to be a wholesale one to one of the current which we should see all of that on Saturday? You should see all that on that's Saturday that's when the previews go live? I'll be reading the Goonhammer reviews in between getting my face kicked in by Imperial Knights according to Noah <laughs> we have more marine questions and these ones are from frank in the discord again um obviously space wolves blood angels dark angels are poised to be big winners with the Stormlands detachment that's the one with advance in charge right the mm -hmm. white scars esquire and it's it's mounted focused from what gw was telling us which means that like <laughs> space wolves with... units it's gonna be great for ravenwing I mean, Blood Angels with all the jump pack stuff like Sanguinary Guard are going to enjoy any fly-based boosts, right? Death Company with jetpacks? Death Company, yeah. Um, how would you rank the three's perceived power level based just off what we know about the Stormlands detachment? Who do you think is coming out on top of those three with the Stormlands detachment? Just Stormlands? I haven't read them enough. Just Stormlands. Uh, well, the only one that we really know about it is it has the... Um, it, you have advanced, in char advanced fallback in charge, which is great. Um, they've hinted that there are like mounted enhancements and the like and buffs there. I think they did preview the you get charged, you get you, if anyone finishes a move within nine of you and you can move like six yeah. away or something. Um, seems decent, I guess. Like, if I'm looking at Space Wolves, Blood Angels, and Dark Angels, like Space Wolves and Dark Angels lean into the mounted side of that the best. Uh, Thunderwolf Cav with always fallback advance or with fallback or advance and charge at yeah, their current solid. price point might actually be pretty good, but that footprint Not on that army is massive. Though. Sorry, what? Not with that wound rerolls though. Yeah, I know. Just put a hit like wet toffee. Wolf Wolfington the third that gives them lethals in the unit. So, so Wolfington the seventh um, provides your army with wolftail talismans, which grant you reroll ones to wound on the wolf moon. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, only if you're wearing a three on the wolf bottom of that, and then I'd put yes. DA a second. Um, where BA would probably shine more would be in the uh, the Salamanders detachment that they previewed, where all oh, your weapons gain assault and plus one strength within 12 inches. Yep. There's a lot of the Blood Angel stuff that's good, not like have assault already, like ball predators already have assault, and I'm plus thinking like hand flamers and inferno pistols. I feel like if you're in range to shoot those, you'd rather just be charging, though, right? You can do both. Is it advanced and is it assault and charge? No, but what I, what I mean like is that like the plus one strength on range on, on range weapons within twelve is more felt when yeah. on short range weapons like that. Yeah, not sold. It seems a little sketchy. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it's the Salamanders detachment, so maybe we'll see the old Flamecraft come back. Not Flamecraft. That was the Max Shots one. What was the one that gave the? Uh... Nobody knows. Whatever one did the mortal wound bomb in yeah, yeah, oh, mortal wounds. Yeah, I know the one you're talking about, but I have no idea. Um it was like Firestorm or something like that, right? Um 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll keep moving to the next question. If Stormlands were to get a Lance slash AP stratagem, would that impact your rankings? Yeah, uh, a really good stratagem, I would think it was better. Yeah, I don't think it would change the, like, baseball's DABA mix of that. Uh, I mean, always advance and charge Deathwing Knights just sounds amazing. They yeah. already have that, though, right? Like, that's the, the problem. I know they already have that, but we're... Like, do death companies have Lance? They have all of this stuff, right? Is they have the access to Lance from the Strat and Gladius right the, now. The, the real problem with all of this, okay, is that this all sounds great, but it also sounds hyper-specialized, and hyper-specialized is not right now how you build good Marines lists. Good Marines lists want you to have the ability to do damage at range, damage at melee, so that you can maximize ultimate moment into different targets depending on the situation. They want you to have scoring units that can punch up because of ultimate moment. With ultimate moment going away, like that all changes, but also the flexibility provided by Gladius is that everything in your army benefits with Gladius in some way, shape, or form. If you play one of these like all melee armies, you're probably still going to need some shooting. It's just not going to have any support besides ultimate moment. And with ultimate moment getting worse, that probably indicates that more of that load is pushed into data sheets, which if Stormlands isn't supporting very well, then makes Marines even more binary because you just have to go even harder into the all-in melee or the all-in shooting, and you can't like get away with running a couple of units that advance and charge in the right situations or a couple of units that advance and shoot or get storm of fire. You know, you just lean away from it, and it becomes way more awkward, way more binary. And I think that's generally leans towards those advantages being less interesting. Think how we've seen a ton less out of like the the ones that are doing well in Nids right now are like Synaptic Nexus Invasion Fleet, which seem to be the ones that are proving the most interesting because they have the most all round options. Whereas Vanguard Invasion, which has like a ton of cool stuff, is a little more binary, a little more awkward, and struggling a little more because it only really has one way to play, and that one way to play when it's not good is really not good. Whereas Gladius seems a lot more all rounder, and that's why you see people playing it a ton more compared to stuff like even Righteous Crusaders or Sons of Sanguinius, which are decent attachments but very one dimensional, and you tend to see that the other than like specific skew builds that people still lean towards Gladius. Even we're seeing Deathwatch go to, go, go to a little bit towards Gladius now with Kevin doing really well with them at that Slovenian event. So I think don't expect a ton. I would say generally I'm still mostly inclined to be like having access to all of them on demand, being able to do whatever I want under the right situations is generally going to be stronger unless something significant changes with the way you want to play Marines. Sure. Yeah, it seems and right. The third question from Frank is, where do you see Marines pivoting, like lieutenants and chaplains, spamming twin links slash assault intercessors? Uh, the example that he uses is assault centurions are strength 10, AP2, 3 damage with twin links. Whatever's cheapest and whatever's stupidest and cheapest. Kind of love Inceptor. Yeah. Inceptor seem like they're going to be pretty good after the changes. They seem like a good opposite for damage unit. Anything with twin linked, yeah, makes sense. But twin linked generally means the reduced shots or reduced attacks in a lot of situations. Um, spamming lieutenants just feels wrong like you are even with oath you are chasing you know so little of a damage but it just isn't a huge damage buff like compared to like sustained hits like it feels good but when when lethal hits is good it's because you're firing a target that your gun is bad into rather than like a target like if your gun already wounds on twos or threes like it's lethal hits just very has very little impact and if your gun is wounding on five or sixes it's probably like a terrible ap or damage for the target you're shooting at which just it kind of results in like this really awkward little feels bad like CSM being a great example. Sometimes you just get lethal hits on your shooting. You're like, yeah, man, I sure did make them take three bolt pistol saves. I really just don't care. Um, because it's just not like lethal hits does lethal hits makes you better at your targets you're good at, but you're already kind of not struggling with that because you're already good at that target. And you can probably just spend those resources on having your units shoot more or do something different. You kind of really need to need like combo with lethal hits, like lethal unsustained from the apothecary biologist or the um the lieutenant with border discipline or you need to like really 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 like punch up with that ability 
Um, and there's just not a ton. Like, I don't think there's a ton of like lethal hits, abuse in the game. Like, whereas sustained hits, there's a ton more. Um, I'm struggling to think of one. Like, even Death Guard, it kind of, you almost feel like you forget you have it sometimes. Um, yeah, it makes your plague's weapon suck slightly less, and that's about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a good rule. Don't get me wrong. Like, you're never unhappy to have it, but it's not something I would build for. Finally, um, do you think the Oaths nerf would push you towards Deathwing Command squads over Knights? Not quite as durable, trading minus one damage for reviving, but a bit safer melee profile with fists slash hammers along with the suite of character buffs you get for free in quotation marks. Stop trying to make Deathwing Command squads happen, guys. They're not good. <laughs> Excellent. I like that short answer. Uh, Bryce has the next question. Uh, well, it's more of a statement, which is, I was promised a stat check die for making Anthony laugh. How might I go about obtaining one in a way that does not involve a last-minute flight to London? Side note, I will only ever use it to represent a six fate die. Come to tournaments that we're at, and one of us will give you a dice. It's true. Yep. I I yeah. will give dice to basically anybody who says hello to me at any point during a tournament. I mostly require swaps, but I will still give you one. Uh, I'll just give yeah. you one. I don't and care. we are doing a new run of dice. We're going to do some limited edition as well as the white and black again. Um, oh, hell yeah. Details on that coming to BD. Can I hopefully coming like in the next little while ones? i think that'd be great uh i did actually suggest that to to dan because he wanted to do a bunch of limited edition runs and he was trying to think of one for anthony i said well we should just do emperor's children pink it's a good choice make them like sad that. with a give them like 50 of those and say these are your dice now <laughs> you can roll you these for the saves you're going to take on the way of just buying on the way out of transports um <laughs> Derek asks, what do you fear most with the upcoming Marine decks? What do you have the most hopium about as well? Oh, God, playing against it seven times in a row at a tournament. <laughs> yeah. I, from what we've seen so far, I, I mean, again, the, the Oast nerf might, the Oast change might just be couched with, excuse me, might just be couched with a whole bunch of detachment rules that break everything. Or stratagems that break things, or data sheet rewrites that break things. Um, that's my hope um, that that doesn't happen. Yeah, I'm most worried it's going to be good and boring. That's what that's the thing I the most don't want. I kind of like Gladius. Gladius has like a really cool like movement shenanigansy based play style where it feels like you're interacting with a bunch of stuff and like it's pushed in a couple of ways that it shouldn't be. And you know, it's a really boring mechanic and blah 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 blah. But Gladius attachment is super cool. I'm really worried that this should be like, hey, here's the guns attachment. The guns attachment says dead good luck. And then they just like make Gulliman Castle way stronger, and then you play against that five times in a row of tournaments, and I don't want that. I would like okay. it to be a mixed arms melee, like mixed arms potentially slightly melee focused, but I also like if it's going to be the boring one, I want it to not be good if it's at least going to be boring, so I at least don't feel obligated to play it, so I can at least play a fun faction. Uh, and Chris, no, we will not be releasing the white objective markers. Those are just for the founders. We're keeping those for us. And TJ. <laughs> no, I think I'll have to back from TJ. I'm told. Will Will's asking, what's the process like for moving the stats off Excel? And have we decided what to use yet? Are we deciding to move the stats off Excel? <laughs> like, does it matter that we do that? Uh, so a lot of the stuff that I to hear that they're on Excel. Let's start with that. Yeah. yeah. So so anyone who, who may not know this, but for the last 18 months, I have been running all of the stat stuff out of Excel and it has worked perfectly fine aside from the occasional time when it crashed my computer but i fixed all the crashing problems so that's not an issue anymore uh the bigger challenge that we're looking at is that we want to start providing data services for people with the with all of this data that we now have for people to work with uh excel is not a means of doing that so we are looking at various options we have a couple people within the community helping us out tbv 
is the answer this, on that. Everything runs on Excel. Like, everything. Yeah, right now everything runs on Excel. And it, it runs fine. Like, I'm pretty sure somewhere deep down the line, this stream is running on Excel. I promise you. So, <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere down the uh, line, this is all happening because of an Excel program that all the that updates once a year. <laughs> maybe. Autark, in quotation marks, Ben asks, out of the six named characters in Gaunt's Ghost, which one would you be? Try again, Bragg. It's a good one. I don't know any of their names. I was gonna I say I don't differentiate any of them other than that Gaunt has a cool hat, so I would not be Gaunt. I don't look good in a hat. <laughs> they don't have the medic, the suffering medic, which is who I feel like I would be at the moment. Um, Jeremy, how hyped are you about Votan being prepped and ready to choke out some uh, choke out some talls? Is what Derek said. I am. I Those am things having... are so tiny. Can you put that back up against the screen one this more time? This is a Sagittar for anyone who has never seen the Sagittar. <laughs> I have normal sized hands. This Citation is a land needed. fortress. Citation needed. Prove you have normal sized hands. Uh, do you have anything for size reference? A space marine, perhaps? Uh, yes, actually, I do. There we uh, go. There. Now put the Sagittar next to that Terminator librarian. <laughs> God, that terminating librarian is almost it's like nearly the same weight as that Sagittar. Do you think, I think uh, that Sagittar might be smaller than Death Leaper? Uh, yeah, vertically, yes, Death definitely Leaper, is. Yes. Uh, I, it's very funny. It's very funny, actually, with Death Leaper. Uh, the number of people that feel that because he is a big, imposing model, he must be very killy. Okay, I had I told this story on the stroll last week. Can't use it again. No, but it happened again. <laughs> Someone ran Death Leaper at me and I said, mm -mm. Don't do that. That's a 70 point loan operative. Sit him on an objective. <laughs> Stop being cute. <laughs> Occasionally come within 12 inches of me so you get plus one to wound me. That's what that's Neuroelectors. Oh, Neuroelectors. No, the, he's the minus one leadership. And Battleshock is it easier to Battleshock, yes. Um, all right. Are demons the worst chaos army now? Is what Donatas is asking. Based on perception, not stats? Uh... No, chaos, chaos Titans. Chill. Yeah, that's not a real faction. There are, Although I guess you can select it as your faction. There are only 1,100 points. You can run Chaos Knights, Knight Titans as much as you like. Bet they win more than fucking demons. Man, I'm going to open up my list building app because we're having all these questions now about list building. Um, I'm going to see that. if the Titan Legions is one of them. We're going to open it. It's just going to take me a second. I think Titan Legions only work as an ally, but I guess if you really didn't want a detachment, maybe? I don't know. Um... No, the reality is that world leaders are still the worst. You can you can make just a Titan I Legion. Still, I think demons are probably the weakest, but it's not by much. I think demons, Thousand Suns, Death Guard all kind of like live together in a house that's kind of I built. I put Thousand Suns much higher than that. Mm, you can just make a Titan Legion's detachment with no detachment. I don't care. It just says Titan Legion Strike Force, no detachment, and it says I can create yeah. this army. So this, it works the same way as the Legion of the Imperium, which means that you could also add demons and Chaos Knights to that. But and question, faction would... right? Are you allowed? So looping back to that, are you allowed to run it because they don't have a detachment, or because you don't have to pick a detachment? Like, can I play don't... Space Marines <laughs> like, just without, without a choosing a detachment? <laughs> like, I mean, you I would still have your army role, right? I'd still have Gladia. I'd still have Ulf. Yeah. But you wouldn't have like combat doctrines or combat whatever doctrine the other ones give you. You wouldn't have stratagems yeah. or enhancements. Yeah, don't need them. I you would have the core strats. You would have the core stratagems, yeah. Which is actually different than what you had before. Because before when you had an unbound army, you didn't get CP. Mm -hmm. But I now, it, like the battleforged or unbound doesn't exist anymore. 
Okay, I'm going to go file a question to, <laughs> to detail right, Tim, <laughs> Tim the Weird Boy is asking, if I'm having success with a slightly off-meta list, should I stick to my current version or look to play what better players are running instead? Hey, here's, here's, a, here's a secret. Why don't you try the other one, see if you like it, and if you do, play that instead. And if you don't, stick with what's working. Yeah. Don't change what's not broken. But investigate. Maybe consider trying the new thing and seeing if it works for you. And if it doesn't, hey, no harm, no foul. Yep. Uh, Dan F asks, what factions do you think are going to top cut at LGT? Seven Eldar, mm. one CSM. No, I don't think it's going to be that that dire. I don't think it is either. But I think I it's going to be like... It should be. Now, top cut, we're talking... Top cut is 32 people. 32 so... people? I'm going to say a quarter of them are going to be Eldari. Up to 32 people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to say about a quarter of them are going to be Eldari. You're going to have like three CSM. Three Marines. Three Marines. Three Tau. Three Tau. So we're at uh, 17 out of 32 now. Okay. Like add Votan will make all it. numbers. I feel like somebody from Votan like, is going to make no, it. No, because I think we're going to see a couple, like a Votan in there. I'm going to see, we'll see like a Tyranid player who who, who just dodge. Because remember, like when you have 700 yeah, no, people, sometimes you just get it's the bunny like, run. Yeah, I'm like 10, 10 Eldar, 5 CSM, 5 Marines, 4 Tau, 2 of Votan and World Eaters and various other Nib Yeah, that's basically and, like, yeah, I think you know, like, one of a Like one faction that shouldn't <laughs> will have three factions in Top Cotton. It'll be like whatever. Don't pay attention to the Top Cut, pay attention to like. If you're going based on like what hits Shadow Round, that should be what hits top six. What hits top sixty is probably what I would pay attention to, rather than top yeah, thirty-two, because yeah. top thirty-two is just going to be whoever went five-zero, um, and that's a much wider pool. And it's also yeah, like and... before Elvio would top cut, so I'm like just pay attention all around later than you normally would. Yeah, and B is going to ask, how do you think perceptions of the meta will change after LGT? Badly. I don't right. think so, actually. I think everyone's going to be real sick of the top, the top, just all the top lists looking identical. That's a symptom, like, I think, of no, of not having enough books, which is definitely a problem at this point. Sure, but that's also a thing we're going to be dealing with for like another twelve months at least. So. Longer, probably, probably like Easy. two years before we get all of them. Yep, and then we'll get a year of a real meta, and then we'll move on to eleventh edition. Or maybe we won't. Or we we will, but sure. <laughs> They got three. They got three games in a three-year cycle. I don't know if you know how math works. <laughs> uh could the newcomer slash veteran data be improved by taking it to Elo rather than tournament attendance? I mean, the purpose of the newcomer slash veteran data was just to look at who was going to tournaments initially, but Elo is a different way of approaching that same question. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, it I don't think be it's an interesting better thing to look at. Um, one of the things I, I'm going to be doing this weekend, since Elo got brought up. I'm going to be using it to predict every round. Cool. Mm -hmm. I like it. Uh, Dunster asks, what do you think of the winning guard list from the weekend, and do you think it has some legs in bigger events or teams? That must be the event. That's from Armed Forces Day that we didn't have in the data. Yeah. Well, I'll pull it up real quick, and the... we can talk about it real quick. I'm willing to bet it had a ton of models, and therefore had a lot of legs. Uh, all right, so it was built in Battlescribe, so I'm not even going to bother reading it, because God, this thing sucks. Anyways, uh, one character, Leontis. Oh, that's one epic hero. This is why I hate Battlescars for me. Leontis, with his warlord, who's a warlord, a Death Corps Marshal with the Death Mask, a Platoon Command Squad, 
uh, a Primera Psyker, and then Katie and one unit of Katie and Shock Troops, uh, which is a 10-man, and then a 20-man Death Corps Krieg unit, a Scion unit, two Manticores, three Rogel Dorns, and then three by two Sentinels. And this event was played on WTC terrain medium boards as well, so... Yeah, Derek made a comment earlier that no one brought anti-tank. That would Which make sense. May, might actually be the case. I haven't looked at the list through the rest of this. Rough map, rest, rest of this two legs, plenty of legs. Listen to tons. Well, there might be more in the uh, in the Dorns. That that is true. Like I don't know how many are inside those vehicles. Those could all be unmanned for all I know. I don't really know how the Imperium works. Um, and that Death Corps of Krieg character gives a feel no pain to the unities attached to, and then I guess if you attach that Primera Psyker also to it, then you have a unit that's like modestly durable. Against like some things, yes. That's yeah, why I said modestly necro, durable. You can kill 20 Necron Warriors, but, you know, not everybody can, so... Yeah, then you can kill the 20... The is weird, but... Yeah, the, the Krieg combo I've seen before, you give the Marshal, give the um, give the Psyker, they now have a 4-up invuln against shooting, mm -hmm. uh, which does have a failure point, which is very funny to watch happen. Because uh, when you fail, you take D3 mortal wounds, and you only have three wounds on the Psyker. Maybe, maybe he just goes kaboom. That's fine. <laughs> In a deep cut reference, okay, I know what Army James Grover should be playing. Um, if anybody gets that one, I'll Luke, be very surprised. At this point Luke, G years, but... Luke G is going to ask, after seeing the LGT lists, were there any check choices in top lists that surprised you slash stood out? I don't understand Manny's cultist spam list. I just don't get it. I don't, it's an attempt at a stat check list, but vulnerable save. yeah, here's the problem. You go second and you don't have that. You die. Uh, is that not start a battle round? I thought it was command phase. Mm, that's sad. Poor guys. Let's find out. I guess that's why I went and stuff. Abilities. And your command phase. Like one war master ability <laughs> until the start of your next command phase. The model oh, has that ability. It's going to hurt. <laughs> Especially with like people bringing a fair amount of indirect um or someone just tries to kill abaddon and goes hmm ape of justice okay. also known as james nobody's killing abaddon turn one that's not mathematically possible when you have a cb but sure uh, no but i take your point um <laughs> any other I mean, the biggest enemy of that list is a clock so the last <laughs> is definitely a tech choice that's showing up a bunch in like csm list that i think is super cool um Basilisk over Manticores and Dave Gaylor's list was interesting. Uh, a bunch of the Dice Down London guys are running Dark Reavers, which confused the hell out of me. I think that garbage is garbage. Same with Void Weavers, but they're very popular among that group. Um, I don't know. That was from their invitation list. I haven't actually looked at their real lists. Um, I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, James is going to ask, if we still don't know, when will we know? Or do we not know whether we do or don't know? And therefore, can never know one way or another. Unfortunately, we can never know. It's just not possible. Um, we don't know what we don't know. Candor, but we will never be able to know anything. <laughs> what is your favorite terrain layout? WTC. Specifically the Super L's, where night players are sad. <laughs> <laughs> I played on the Super L's against an Eldari player, and he had both avatars. And I was like, you're not killing anything with two night spinners, so you're... So the Incarn has to walk. And his uh, avatar of Kane was like, I guess I'm just going to go walk over on that objective because these big L's prevent me from going anywhere. Yep. I think every board should be a super L. Um, we should play every, we should play like the 
every single board should be the one where there's like the four super L's that are around the middle and there's like a 12 inch no there's like a 12 inch gap around the middle objective with no terrain <laughs> it's just like it's the shooting alley the size of like you could like deploy That's an Underdome. army in there like as like an uh, you could use that as like a display board yeah it's uh, we should play we should all play you should play every game on the super l thunderdome that's that's what i want to see in my life <laughs> more games on the thunderdome Damn, Damn, Adam, life should be a super l, be a super l. trust well... me for some of us it is <laughs> all right we're gonna keep moving the United um States or the yeah. uk where everything is terrible what have you been derek asks what have you been doing to retain the fun of building lists there is no fun in building lists. I haven't anymore. been. Yeah, that's my answer. I don't think too. there was ever really fun in building lists. That's not true. I have enough. I think I might have just been bored at work a lot, but I have a lot of notebooks filled with lists. Um, I build lists for a bunch of different factions. levels. That's what they should do. No. Bring back. Uh, yeah, bring back rolling for your spells. <laughs> Adam has the real. Sorry. Adam has the real point, which is that my poo time has never been more empty. It's true. I don't build lists on the toilet as much anymore. They should bring back <laughs> granular point posts, but only for plasma pistols. <laughs> I was building pistols. Yeah, I was plasma recently pistols. building plasma pistols points. Yeah. The, everyone right. plays power level, except it's just larger numbers, is the truth of the current hey, environment, hey, hey. Alex Taos. Eldar, Eldar don't play power level. Shadow Spectre Exarchs cost extra points. <laughs> the only points upgrade I'm aware so of. So what? <laughs> yeah, it's still a model, so it's not a points upgrade. Yeah, it's just yeah, but a it's unit like composition bit. One dude in for 20 points. It's just like, all right, cool. You add the sergeant for 20 points to that unit. Yep. All right, where were we? Uh, Nick K asks, any armies or lists to look for at LGT that you think are doing something unusual or underrated? I, I didn't. Think... Read, I didn't read all seven hundred lists. Sorry, Nate. Um, there was no cool ones. I'm yeah, I mean, I I fully expect people to underestimate Anthony's world eaters and just get trolled yeah. by them. Oh, I'm a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's gonna happen like four times. It's gonna be great. Yeah, there's there's gonna be that like, and again, this is what has has enjo has made me enjoy seeing Anthony embrace world eaters again so much is the shock and awe that people feel when he runs through them. Uh, I had I witnessed this at the event that we ran a few weeks ago, which was right after the data slate, and someone was running World Eaters, and he went first into Chaos Knights and tabled him in a turn and a half, and the Chaos Knight player went, didn't expect that. Turns out Arkan um, World Eaters are fast and angry. They are. Arkan Rahal, the Shadow Spectre Exarch, does in fact have two wounds. He shouldn't, but that's fine. Um... I mean, if you're going to pay, like, whatever amount of points for him, 20. you might as well have the second wound. You should have half a wound. One, one, 1. 1.5 wounds? No, no, no. Half like, a wound. Well, 0. 0.5 wounds. Yeah. So he exists in Shro Schrodinger's dead. death. He, he is, Neither he is alive Schrodinger's alive nor dead until you, <laughs> until you observe him. All right. Uh, Preston just yeah, says, actually, howdy, y'all, and good luck. Points cost being on like just sergeant weapons would be cool. Like I'm fine with the like you could run five or ten models. I actually hated like seven model squads and shit like that. It was like my least favorite thing. Like it, that didn't actually matter. But like yeah, I think like stuff like sergeant weapons would be like a good place to have it where you can like pay out your last five points by padding out. I also kind of get the whole like you're gonna run a sergeant. It's nice if he's at least cool. Um, so it you know, like your sergeant just being a generic dude in like a marine squad and stuff like that sucks. But not all armies are created equal on that front, so it's tough. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. that's a good 
It's a really good way to deal with it now. Also, I'm pretty sure the game structure would implode if you start adding driving on points costs. So, I don't know. I think that the movement to essentially power level with just more addition or more decimal points was a mistake. Uh, all right. I'm going to try to move through these a little bit faster. With Mike Porter winning a GT with Harlequins, how ready are we for the return of our true Harlequin overlords? You didn't win with Harlequins. You won with Eldari. It's true. He Come did back not to win me. with pure Harlequin. A, a true Harlequin army with a when Harlequin attack. When he cuts Fuegan, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah. And Shadow Spectres and Warp Spiders. Yeah, he did cut all of those for LGT. Okay. He just has but he didn't for the GT now. that he won, though. Correct. Um, just Dan F says, just remember at LGT to always be rooting, always be tooting, but most of all, always be kind. Except Good the reminder. other players who deserve your hatred. And then Eric has a long one, which says, Hi, guys. I have a small local RCT coming up here in the Midwest. It's a mix of more casual, more competitive folks. Only the Eldar player is more casual. The more competitive folks play Necrons, Black Templars, Knights, and CSM. It says CMS, but I'm going to assume it's CSM. If David Gaylord were going to fly out to attend this RTT, what faction would you recommend he play? <laughs> Whatever he can fit in his backpack, which he won't oh. forget. Uh, oh. Love you, David. Um... Richard asks, when looking at opponents' lists, are there any things you should you look out for to give you a hint for how they might want to approach the game? Ooh, that's a really broad question, but... Uh, okay, how many small fast, how many units that are small and fast do they have? Have they built in a ton of them? If they're doing that, they're generally looking to play tactical. If they're they're playing a lot of, like, mid-40 infantry style units, it's usually a sign that they're generally more preference to fix like loan ops and things like that um so you know if you look at a csm list and you see a bunch of loan ops it's probably leading towards tactical if you see a bunch of like warp talons and raptors or sorry probably leaning towards face if you see like warp talons and raptors probably leaning towards fix. same with space marines scout snipers probably leaning towards tactical inceptor probably leaning towards fixed uh, inceptor probably leaning towards tactical that's the kind of thing you can start looking for um as far as like playing the game do they have like a really big like anvil unit that they're going to be centered around are they playing a lot of backfield shooting are they playing a lot of fast shooting this kind of all gives you an idea of how to start looking at the ways that this list is going to try and win the game. Is it looking to sit back in its deployment zone? Is it looking to push you? Is it looking to take the mid-board? Um, does it have the capacity to push you off objectives without giving you units back? Or does it have to play a trading game? You know, All these kind of things will start telling you how your opponent wants to start interacting with you. And then you can start trying to build your game plan around that. Do you, based on their that information of how they're starting to look for those things, um, like do that like a lot of the time you can read a list and you can kind of intuit is this an aggressive list or a passive list and then every every list is somewhere in the middle between those two except like exactly world leaders and guard gun line like you know you're gonna have to find somewhere in the middle and make assessments based on that um you're never gonna get it perfect like you shouldn't be trying to get it perfect you should be trying to get a baseline that you can deploy with the most information you can and then adapt on the fly as soon as your opponent starts making decisions don't commit to a game plan too early give your opponent time to like give yourself time to feel the game out um reading the list is more about making sure you understand what it's what it's capable of and planning for every eventuality rather than trying to this is what my opponent's going to do don't try to mind palace it like that's not it's so overrated you don't have to understand how your opponent's going to play the game to have a basic game plan around the things they could do and the ways that they can punish you like don't try to don't try to like soul read your opponent off their list it's not worth it it's not worth the mental energy of trying to really do that at the beginning of the game unless it's like the hardest match of your life in the, the world finals in which case yeah man go for it give it a shot Autark Ben is going to ask, what sort of desserts do you like to have following a steak dinner? I'm going to say key lime pie or like a nice custard dessert, like a flan or something like that. Although key lime pie is also a custard dessert. So, you know. Or a nice cheesecake. 
Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Cheesecake's a good shout. I'm a big fan of like a chocolate fudge brownie with like ice cream or something like that. But honestly, the answer is more steak. Whenever I have a steak, the only <laughs> thing I want after that steak is more of the steak. Uh, too true. <laughs> quite quite um, frankly, I've never had a steak that I was like, that was enough steak. <laughs> uh, and I should take you to the we went to in New York. No, I, I could have eaten that again. Maybe, maybe at Bacchanal, I was like, that was enough steak. That All was right. probably the only That thing. was definitely That was enough there. food. That was um, enough food, yeah. But I never found the Wagyu when we were at Bacchanal. Nobody told me there was Wagyu, so. <laughs> Bobby Rez asks, basically just for Jeremy, what's a better starting point for a Botan list, 30 Hearthguard or 6 Sagittar? Here's a fun one. You can actually fit both. Oh, fuck you. Uh, six Sagittar, no. six Sagittar, 30 Warriors, and 30 Hearthguard is 1,830 points. So you can still fit a war. You can fit a, a call you can fit, to be your You can warlord. fit a call and a champion, or two champions, or two calls, or... Realistically, uh, if you wanted to go heavy into Hearthguard, you could do 30 Hearthguard, four Sagittar, and then the characters for your, for your Hearthguard, and then a little bit of Pioneers for scoring. Um, and that list will hurt a lot of people really, really badly. Yeah, we're going to learn that those points cuts might have been a mistake also. For I, I, I don't think they were a mistake. I think they were just a little too far. I think they were in the wrong that's place. A version of a, that's that's the, a version of a mistake. I feel like yeah, they but shouldn't what, have been on Sagittar. I think that was the one thing that was like, Sagittar? Really? That data sheet was already fucked. Like 110 for a Sagittar was probably a fair, a fair cut too. 100 for a Sagittar was a, ooh, hello. Now I'm going to blast through um, questions from the chat that we starred, essentially. All right, mm -hmm. let's do it. Uh, the first one is from Dominic Galliano, who gave $5 to say, labor laws sounds like socialism. And that's true. That does sound like socialism. That's why we don't have any in the United States. No labor laws whatsoever. Um, then it's Tim doing $2 worth of super sticker. It just says nope, $1.99 super sticker. He gave us a super sticker. I don't know what a super sticker is, but he gave us one. I just have all the it starred on the YouTube side of things. We don't see it on on our stream side. Ah, uh, okay, cool. It's a really big, pretty sticker that shows up in the chat. Oh, that's cute. Thank you. I I just have Dorian and oh, I do have Dorian. I just missed it because the other one went away. Dorian Bradshaw Bashaw asks two or three Norns for a list. One, none. I mean, if you're gonna run two or three, just run three. Run two emissaries and an assimilator and have a good time. If you're going to run Norns, go all out. Run them all. If you're not yeah. going to run Norns and you're sane, run none. Yes. Mm. Uh, Davlo says rock and stone. Uh, Donald sure Plummer, thank you for $10. Cliff was right. Tower good. And I'm sad that he's not here. I mean, I think all of us have been We're saying all... that Tower good. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about Cliff. Sorry. Like, okay. sure, We're all summer, I guess. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your crush on Cliff. Look, we're all glad Clem's not here because people pay attention to us when, Cliff, when Cliff's not here. It's very difficult to get a word in edgeways when everybody's staring at Cliff. Um, <laughs> Innes is just hey. hypnotized by Cliff. Uh, Chris uh, Irvine uh, says bread. He gave us five five pounds to look at bread. Um, so yeah, I'll share this bread thing. Why not? All right, share screen. It's going to be so disappointing. I can't wait. Yeah, it is. I told you it's going to be disappointing. I don't know what you guys want. <laughs> it's just 14 must-see bread-making sites. And then a list of websites with different things that they make. Like you need to send the link to me so I can put it in the show notes. Can you click one so we can see some bread on the stream? Yes. The fresh loaf gonna... sounds pretty good. That's where we're going to go. I, I'm up for Breadtopia, but I'll take the fresh loaf. 
Here's some bread. bread. <laughs> that, that looks real good, by the way. That that does, bread that's looks really so nice. That is a Sharbati Atta, matcha, coconut, loaves, and others. All Ooh. braided loaves. Matcha I really like coconut. the uh, polenta sourdough on the other side as well. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's seen me, but I really like bread. So here we'll go to Breadtopia as well, since we're here. Um, it's artisanal home that's bread a baking. Opening line. What about <laughs> four bread. ingredients? And then it's a bunch yep. of products that you can buy from buy them. Oh, here's some pictures of bread. There's, there's the nice loaves. Ooh. Uh, I've used some of the recipes from this website, actually. Um, I've made the bagels, and I've made Ooh, their baguettes. bagels for lunch tomorrow? That's a good show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to go out to the bagel shop now. I'm going to make them. But that's Sourdough focaccia is also stuff. very good. Yeah, that's because I want to get like some really nice like garlic bagels. Is there anything else on here? Oh, some desserts. More challah bread. Uh, some sourdough served. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Um. <laughs> I'm just going to scroll all the way to the bottom. There you go. You got maximum bread out of this. Generative agriculture is very important as well. Um, it's true. All right. Congratulations. You've all seen bread. Uh, thank you to Ayer also who asked for breads. Uh, thank you to Innes who did in <laughs> fact follow through. <laughs> Show us the breads. <laughs> Um, Tim consider continues I, to I wander money. I to YouTube for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you've joined the laundering money um, club. Tim uh, continues to launder money. This time to shout out for Crucible uh, Orlando Major. Yep, so Major happening happened. this weekend. Ah, there we go. Valentine has an actual question: prepping a local oh, team, yeah. a local team for a five v five WTC tournament. Thoughts on comp? Chaos Knights, Death Guard, Necrons, Orcs, and Thousand Sons. You should have Eldar. Yeah, I was gonna say Eldar definitely needs to be in there. You should you should cut any of those for Eldar, and then you have a fine comp. Um, I would cut. It's probably a little light on shooting. Um, you would definitely want to make sure you're leading at least one of those builds towards being a really heavy shooting list to pair with the Thousand Sons. Um, Eldar probably. I would probably put an Eldar in over DG. Just they're probably. I'd the put Tau in there or Orcs. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, after that, I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, fine, they're, you're playing factions that you like, but you should have Eldar. Otherwise, you're just going to give up a win to Eldar every round. You should probably not do that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. John asks, are you finding that building lists to do fixed or tactical secondaries are getting you better results or just going with damage with mission play? Uh, building lists to do, to do secondaries, to at least have a plan for some form of secondaries, usually results in you having a much higher score floor. Like, your losses are going to be less bad. Your wins are going to be more consistent. You should have a plan to score points. I feel like yep. that's not really a... You can run a lot of units that are good at scoring and good at killing, or will protect your scoring, will protect units while you're scoring. There is a reason screens and chaff are so powerful. It's that they can score points while, while advancing your game plan. You do not need to run 2,000 points of damage to kill 2,000 points of your opponent's army. You're perfectly capable of killing, you know, most units will kill about half their points in a turn in damage output, assuming like you're going reasonably. Somewhere between like a third and half. Um, you don't need, if you do that for five turns, you can kill your opponent's army twice a lot of the time. Don't worry too much about it. Keep your stuff alive is just as valuable as sinking everything into damage. Yeah, makes sense. The next one is from uh, Doma Do Good, which is who are the top eight players, regardless of faction, to watch? This is oh, with respect uh, to LGT. Let's just circle. do just everybody say a player and we'll do around until we've done three each. All right, Ennis, you start. Okay. Uh Vic VJ. Jeremy. Oh, we're going counterclockwise? Wow, this is throwing me off. Yeah, uh, 
I'm gonna say Malik and Rubio because I he might actually pull out something interesting this game, this event. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cheat and say Ennis. That's fine. Uh, Manny Chima. Uh, Manny's a very consistent player, and he's like top ranked in the world right now. I would generally recommend watching what he does. Yeah, you're not on. Uh, for some reason, Adam Lane is coming to mind. He's yeah, got a Talus that's pretty interesting. Uh, Brian, is it Seep or Sipe? I can never Sipe. remember. Sipe. Sipe. Brian. Yep. Uh, Nassim, Nassim Fashane, uh, another Team England player, a very good player, playing Eldar. I hate the live shared it through like two other players, and I got down to CSM <laughs> player, but it's funny. The double Wraithguard list looks like it might lose that mirror, though. And I guess I'm number eight, so that'll be Anthony. Oh, we have, we have, we're gonna do three each, right? Oh, okay, so then your last yeah. one. Um, dang, now I got totally, uh, David Gaylor. There we go. Another Ignite player. I'll try a bunch more because I'm, I'm here and I know them. Uh, basically anybody from Team England. So Josh Roberts, um, James Ramsey, Mike Porter. Um, I don't think Chris Kinnear is there. Anyone from Ignite. So Chris Radford, Yoko Johansson, Liam VSL, Alexander, uh, anybody who's also really good from other W teams. Uh, Olivier Weiss from Team France. Alexander Sacco from Team Belgium, along with Liam VSL. Uh, Guillaume from Team Belgium as well. Uh, Hadar from Team Iceland. Um, I'm pretty sure Lamar is over from Team France. Lamar Philpott. Um, there are a ton of really, really good high-end players. Uh, they don't all necessarily have really good ITC ranks or really good uh, individuals. And I'm, I'm sure I've missed a bunch of people off there. I'm just going off the top of my head of people that I saw on the list. Yeah. Um, Liam and Alexander say that some of the best players in Europe are going to be here. Yeah, or they're yeah. in Germany. So that's because Bremen's this yeah. weekend as well. Uh, having a very quick uh, Boris Michev is another Ignite player playing Gene Circults. Uh, there's 750 players here. I'm going to stop at some point. Uh, Olivier is another Chris one. On CSM. Yeah, Olivier is playing Strike and 10 Vanguard veterans. I love him. I can't wait to see how that does. Um, yeah, no, there, there's so many, so many fantastic players at this tournament. It is going to be an absolute shark tank, whatever happens. Uh, once you get up to like three or four wins, you're going to be playing tough games. Um, there is absolutely no way that you dodge all the way to the end. Uh, last year, we saw the absolute unknown at the time of Alexander Sacco win the tournament. I am personally betting on him for the repeat. I think it's the best storyline that could happen, uh, especially because he's on CSM. I personally, I, I think Liam BSL will win the tournament, but I, I'm rooting for Sacco. I would I would be pretty happy with Liam or with Sacco winning the tournament. That'd be pretty cool. 100%. Oh, and uh, by the way... Anna is over from the US as well. Uh, worth trying out. He did really well in the ITC season last year. Yeah, he's a very strong player. Um, he did quite well at LVO last year. I think he lost round one in a nail blight or two because he was against Sam Procopio <laughs> and then uh, just stomped his way round. through the rest of the bracket. Um, by the way, I believe it is Hydar that is playing the 18 Blood Crushers. Hell yeah, Hydar. I love uh, it. Thank you. Hydar has uh, that two Ren Masters, Bellacor and Changeling, three Nerglings, and then a unit of Flamers and three units of Flesh Hounds. Am I allowed to be disappointed that it's not pure corn? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> yes. you are. It's yeah. so close. Also, I'm disappointed in our next super chatter, even though they gave us seven dollars and seventy-seven cents because their name is Magnus did nothing wrong, but they gave us Nurgle's number in money. Come yeah, on, they're asking a Nurgle question, so it's acceptable. I know it's, it's just so many mixed signals that I'm getting from the situation. I have one more to add. Robin Curtis is going to be there. I would love to see how he. I can't wait to see how he does. Oh, he's just playing. Yeah, I missed that. Sisters. Uh, as in Scott Perry, they're both from the GW design team. Um, 
But oh, yes, no, Maggie... Ricky, Sim, Ricky Sims and Chris Arbon, who are and uh, who are also both my teammates, and Ryan Carr and Alan Davidson and Nicholas Malone, my my the other team, the other guys on Team Scotland. I gotta <laughs> gotta gotta get the name in there. Uh, Magnus is asking, "What up, fam? If doing Plague Marine spam for Death Guard, seven mans with characters and rhinos, ten in rhinos, or triple miasmic and malignifiers, riding minus one to hit with the weapon skill, ballistic skill debuff." <laughs> I think the malignant magnifiers are a bad don't, idea. Don't do that. Don't don't do that, guys. Please, please, for my for my sanity, if not for yours. That would require you to have any sanity left to give up in us. <laughs> um, yeah, and that is it. You for don't questions. want to try the miasmic malignifiers because I just realized that their aura you have to be wholly within six. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. Uh, although they do have the infiltrator's ability. Guys, um, I don't think I see any other questions even from Workshop. Use those as terrain. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. I forgot about that. They are on all the Nurgle boards for uh, for the US Open events. <laughs> I love it. I do love that. All right, guys. That's it for questions. As far as I can tell, why don't you read us out, Ines? I'm not going to run the plugs again. You heard it all before. Patreon, YouTube, Coaching, X and One, End of the Matrix, California Cup. Do all the things. Please do remember to do all the things. If you don't do the things, someone will be sad. It's probably me. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here with us for episode 62 of Stat Check. Two data points is a meta. I'm not going to shout it again because it's one in the morning and that might be a little rude to my family. Have a great time. Good luck at any tournaments this weekend. As always, if you're LGT, please do come say hi. Myself and Anthony will be there. We're more than happy to have a chat or just hear you praise us, frankly. I'm always down for that. Have a wonderful time. Good luck at any tournaments. Nathan, roll us out. Bye bye. For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.